You're listening to What's New with Wired. If you like speed running the newest release or binging every episode the second it drops, then why are you waiting for all your news? Check out IGN's updated games and entertainment news podcast. We're dropping new episodes in your feed all day to keep you up to date the minute there's a new announcement. Find IGN games and entertainment news wherever you listen. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. How fans helped Hasbro build its biggest Star Wars ship ever by Brendan Neistat. Toys and Star Wars are inextricably linked forever and ever. Star Wars creator George Lucas famously waived part of his directing fee and retained the insanely lucrative rights to Star Wars merchandise in a deal that has gone down in history as a catastrophic blunder on the part of 20th Century Fox. The studio was sceptical that this oddball space movie would resonate with audiences, even if its critters, spaceships and memorable villains seem like obvious toys in hindsight. After the first film hit, everything changed. Famously, licensees had to scramble to meet demand for Star Wars goods after the movie became a surprise sensation. Christmas 1977 saw Kenner hawking empty boxes full of promises instead of action figures. Since then... Kenner's three-and-three-quarter-inch scale toys and, yes, the vehicles, have become highly collectible icons of pop culture for nostalgic and well-heeled adults. Hasbro, which acquired Kenner in the early 1990s, is now turning to the same nostalgic fanbase to fund its future Star Wars ambitions. Using a crowdfunding campaign back in March, Hasbro raised $4.5 million to build what might be the most impressive Star Wars toy ever, a molded plastic recreation of Jabba the Hutt's sail barge from Return of the Jedi. Tackling Jabba's barge, known as the Katana in the Star Wars universe, is a move few would have expected. In February, Hasbro debuted a rough early version of the craft at the New York Toy Fair. All unpainted white plastic with 3D printed components, the barge was nowhere near what the finished product would look like. That didn't matter. Fans were flabbergasted. When we announced it at Toy Fair, there was this audible gasp in the room. They just couldn't believe it, says Hasbro Senior Marketing Director Kristen Hamilton. Sized to fit the traditional three-and-three-quarter-inch tall action figures, the barge is not quite correctly scaled. But at 80% of the correct scale, it's still a whopper. This 49-inch long toy is by far the biggest Star Wars ship Hasbro has ever made. And it has a pedigree, too. It's designed by veteran Kenner and Hasbro employee Mark Boudreaux. 
If you ever zoomed a Star Wars ship around your house as a kid, you probably have Mark Boudreaux to thank. Mark is one of a kind. He is the 40-year history of Star Wars toys at Kenner and Hasbro, says Steve Sunsweet, chief executive at Rancho Obi-Wan, the Guinness Book-ranked museum with the largest Star Wars collection in the world. The attention to detail on the ship is superb. Under the removable side panels, it hides details not even seen on screen, like a cockpit with two captain's chairs, a kitchen and a jail cell, complete with the corpse of an Ithorian. Jabba sits tall on his dais, surrounded by alien trophies. Up top, cloth sails fly in a brilliant orange-red, just like in the movie. The Kickstarter-style campaign rules were laid out. 45 days, $500 each, 5,000 backers or bust, with the countdown starting on February 17th. If the katana wasn't funded within the six-week window, then we would have had a very rare single prototype, says Steve Evans, Hasbro's Star Wars development director. Hasbro branded the initiative Haslap, making it clear the company hopes to fund other non-Star Wars toys in the future. Unlike the crowd-designed, democratized Lego Ideas project, Haslab has one mission, to create the wildest, craziest toys that fans would die for. Crowdfunding was a natural way for us to bring those dream products to life that our fans have been clamoring for, says Hasbro's Hamilton. Sansweet, who has penned books about Hasbro's past action figure efforts, was impressed by the ambitious first Haslab project. I'd never conceived of anything like that. It was a way for them to do something that they ordinarily would not have dared to do because of the risks involved, he says. The expectation for any crowdfunded product is that backers aren't just buyers. They're encouraged to participate in the process and give feedback. Well, despite its long reputation for secrecy, Hasbro gave backers a peek behind the curtain and the opportunity to watch a prototype sail barge inch closer to production. This was a partnership between us and our community. We needed them and they needed us. It was a symbiotic initiative, Hasbro's Evans told me. Even the most compelling Indiegogo or Kickstarter campaign has a lull at some point. In the case of the Katana, the 45-day run had one hell of a fallow period, petering out after a solid initial burst. Many, myself included, felt like this campaign might share the fate of the barge's movie counterpart, blowing up in spectacular fashion. I kept looking every couple of days, and frankly, I was sure this was not going to work, Sansweet says. I was very pessimistic about it. It's a fairly high price, limited to North America, and it looked to me like it wasn't going to make it. That's when Hasbro upped the ante, showing off more images of the katana, this time fully decked out in screen-accurate paint. The company also announced that each toy would get a limited-edition action figure, and one with significance to collectors. Yakface was a background character in Jabba's palace and on the sail barge, Sansweet says. The figure was released in Europe, Australia, New Zealand, and even in Canada on a card with a coin. Yakface was never released in the United States. 
Hasbro's Evans waxed nostalgic about the pick. The team could have picked from dozens of other creatures, he says, but there was something so pure and magical about Yakface that we couldn't not do it. Yakface was impossible to get as a kid when we carried that with us through our lives as collectors. Because we were delivering the impossible vehicle, it was a no-brainer. With the campaign's window closing, Hasbro was still falling far short of the 5,000 backers required. And much more than just a gigantic, expensive Star Wars toy was hanging in the balance. About a week before, they were still, gee, 1,500 short, Sansweet says. Frankly, this was a very important one. If it didn't succeed, I don't know that we would have heard anything more about HasLab. Fans and toy blogs helped spread the word via social media using the hashtag BackTheBarge. But the needle barely budged. Hasbro's Hamilton confessed the sail barge was a nail-biter of a project. I think we would have all cried if it didn't make it, she says. There was a lot of passion for this product internally. Well, like in any Star Wars story, the middle chapter is when the heroes are at their lowest point and a triumphant ending is almost inevitable. In late March, Barge Watchers noticed a sharp uptick in backers. All of a sudden, the numbers started climbing dramatically, adding hundreds in half a day. Steve Sansweet was ecstatic. It meant the two barges he bought for the Rancho Obi-Wan collection might actually materialize. And by March 30th, Hasbro welcomed its 5,000th backer. Once Haslab crossed the threshold required to make the product, thousands of additional backers quickly jumped in. It shot past 5,000 and then past 8,000. It warmed my heart and really shocked me, says Sansweet. He and 8,809 other fans were guaranteed to get toys once HasLab reached its end date of April 3. Steve Evans expressed his relief that, like Luke Skywalker's one-in-a-million torpedo shot, backers won the day. There was a sense of elation, certainly within Hasbro, and on the fan sites. It was like a perfect 45-day roller coaster ride. It was emotional. Hasbro plans to ship the finished product to backers in 2019 and has taken fan feedback into consideration when finalizing the design. We introduced it to the fans earlier than we ever normally would, Evans says. The discussion at conventions, online and in forums, informed how we're finishing off the product, purely because we were able to show it early and that's something new for us. With one success under its belt, Hasbro is free to tap into its other beloved franchises to give fans products they otherwise couldn't. Whether it's Transformers, My Little Pony or G.I. Joe, there are plenty of opportunities to come up with even crazier products. It is yet to be seen whether or not we'll get a banquet table-sized recreation of the USS flag or an epic die-cast Optimus Prime. Sansweet has one Dream Star Wars product he'd like to see in a future HasLab, a giant Death Star toy he once saw in prototype form. Hasbro asked me to bring a bunch of fellow collectors to chat about the future of Star Wars and how to move forward, he says. This was 1995 or so. They had this modular Death Star. 
And of course, when I picture it in my mind's eye, it was just an incredible piece. I can't even give you the diameter, maybe three or four feet in radius. It had different levels, and each level had scenes from a movie. We were all going, oh my God, that's amazing. When are you going to make that? Those of us who were there talked about that for years afterwards. If they can do the sail barge, they can do something like that too. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.